Darren Steele here, and this is the Think Queerly podcast, which is about thinking differently, thinking critically, and honest self-examination about our place in the world. Now, as a coach, I help deep thinkers and creatives cultivate their purpose to experience more freedom, impact, and joy in life. One of the biggest challenges for those of us who are trying to make a difference in the world or see ourselves participating in that way or wanting to do something that's usually termed great, like accomplishing greatness, is imposter syndrome. So how do you stay insecure and embrace imposter syndrome at the same time? See, the thing is, what limits our potential for what we can accomplish in life is thinking that we're not enough. So let me tell you a story. I've talked about this intermittently. In late October, I started reviewing the almost 300 pages of notes I had written from my contemplation and study of about eight translations and commentaries on the Tao Te Ching for a book that I want to write. Now, during those first three days of that week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I was in a state of panic, and I haven't felt like that for years, maybe even decades. I felt overwhelmed to the extreme. I was so insecure that I was literally almost in tears a couple of times. And my thoughts were looping in my brain. It was this refrain of, who do you think you are? How dare you call this little human-hearted leadership thing a philosophy? You're not a trained philosopher. You're never going to write this book. Have you ever had voices like that in your head? Well, that's a perfect example of what we call imposter syndrome. But you know what? Imposter syndrome is actually a really good thing. If you understand the message behind the fear and the self-doubt that it represents. Essentially, the lesson of feeling like an imposter is to become comfortable with uncertainty. So think about this for a moment. What is certain in life? What is certain in life? Well, the answer is really simple. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Every single one of us has dreams and desires, plans and goals, but every one of those things requires action. And action does not necessitate an outcome that you may have perfectly imagined, right? You may have a goal for exactly how much money you want to create or earn by the end of a period. It may be a percentage increase in the number of sales you're going to make in your business. Maybe you plan to write that symphony, publish that book, but it doesn't quite turn out that way. So let's get back to the little story I opened up about my own imposter syndrome. What happened with that? Well, on the fourth day 
of trying to dig myself out of my insecurities, and it was getting a little less intense as each day went by, I found some unexpected relief. I received an email newsletter, and it was on the topic of uncertainty and paradox in life. I thought to myself, how perfect. This is one of the foundational teachings of the Tao Te Ching, or rather it's one of the foundational teaching methods that the Tao Te Ching uses paradox for us to sort of understand the complexities of the natural order and seeing things as they are. So as I read through the email and the numbered list of paradoxes, one of them leapt off the screen and literally slapped me right out of the threat brain that I was in and right into the prefrontal cortex, my logical thinking brain. And this is what I read. Stay insecure. Imposter syndrome isn't something to get rid of. It's a sign that you keep playing a bigger and bigger game. Stay insecure. Imposter syndrome isn't something to get rid of. It's a sign that you keep playing a bigger and bigger game. Now that's attributed to Coach Rich Litvin. So creativity and creating anything new is a form of transformation. It's more than just change. It literally moves from one form into another. Something new. Something altered. Metaphorically, transformation is like the potential that exists inside of an apple seed. Now, without water and soil for the seed to take root, that apple seed simply remains an unremarkable seed. Nothing changes. But when you nourish that seed with water, the nutrients that exist in the soil and the right environmental conditions, then that seed will transform from an unnoticeable speck into a tree that is multiple times its original size, providing hundreds of delicious ripe apples year after year after year. And the same is true of any new idea, whether that's a philosophy, a new approach to solving a particular problem, some revolutionary software or a scientific breakthrough. Greatness is a kind of transformation that has nothing to do with ego. Instead, greatness is the challenge to confront that which you don't know how to solve. Yet, you face the problem head on, not knowing if you're going to succeed, but you keep trying anyway. So, greatness is not about the ego. Instead, greatness is about solving a major problem. Now, if you let fear or self-doubt hold you back, you can't take the next action that could turn out to be the very solution you've been seeking. Not acting is the root of failure. Taking action that doesn't lead to the outcome you were hoping for is nothing but a simple mistake. And I've hyphenated that word. So imagine, miss hyphen take. In other words, you acted, but you simply missed the target. 
So how do you get better at hitting that target? Well, you try again. And then you try again until you get closer to the bullseye. And then you keep practicing your aim and how far you pull back to release that arrow or whatever it is you're doing. I'm just speaking metaphorically here because the successful hit into the center of the target or somewhere near the center of the target is not in and of itself indicative of mastery. It may have just been luck or accidental. So our potential as human beings for what we can create, our potential for greatness is like an apple seed. So let me sort of break this down, not quite like in parallels, that's the word I'm looking for. So you have an apple seed and you have an idea. You plant the apple seed. You start drawing, calculating, writing, or building the thing you have an idea for. You consider the environment and you foster the conditions to help that apple seed germinate so that it will actually take root. You do research and you seek out the best information, tools, or people that will help you nourish, build your ideas and the potential for it. As that apple tree begins to grow while you take care of it, even when it doesn't bear fruit in the many years that it's growing, you know it will eventually when the conditions are right. As your idea takes shape, you keep working on it, seeing your progress over time and staying with the course, getting ever closer to your desired solution because you can look back and see the progress, see the growth that has already occurred. Finally, when the tree has matured, it rewards you with fresh apples, beautiful and ripe from the sun. The fulfillment of the apple seed's natural potential. Likewise, when your work is complete, the successful outcome of your natural potential, your natural human potential, is that your actions have borne the fruits of your labor. Read that again. When your work is complete, the successful outcome of your natural potential is that your actions have borne the fruits of your labors. So, imposter syndrome is simply the fear that you are not enough. At any given moment in your life, you might not be enough in the sense of not knowing enough about a particular subject or not having enough skill to expertly execute, let's say, being an author or an artist or a philosopher or a chef or a mechanic or a bus driver. But we will never experience this idea of enough because enough is just a false condition that can never be satisfied. Instead, we learn and evolve by trying new things in life and repeatedly doing similar things, sometimes similar things that we're trying to learn, that we wish to master. Now, mastery is not a game of personality. Instead, mastery is a continuous 
practice that develops one's skillfulness around prediction and response. What grounds us and makes us feel safe and secure is the ability to predict what's happening in our environment, or in other words, the continual assessment of the world in which we see ourselves. And when you attempt something new for the very first time, you have no idea what will happen because you have little, if any, skill in that new endeavor, that new area. You might be aware of a general outcome because maybe you've seen other people do it, but you lack the mental prediction skills to respond in a way that will help you accomplish that outcome compared to what you have seen others do. If you judge your early attempts based on the comparison of what others have done, then you feed the imposter syndrome. Now, when this happens, it's really simple. Perhaps it takes practice for this to feel simple, but the solution is simple. Remind yourself that every action you have taken in your life up to this moment in time has resulted in an unmeasurable set of skills that make you uniquely who you are. You've learned how to walk, how to read, how to write, or performed whatever your specialized skill or skills are in life. You became proficient at each of those tasks by continually practicing and refining. So, to end with our metaphor of the apple. Not once did the apple seed doubt itself. When it didn't rain, when insects ate at its leaves, it kept on growing until one day it fulfilled its destiny. Apple blossoms appeared, and apples then grew, and they ripened with the brightness of the sun. Upon its branches. And why did the apple seed not doubt itself? Well, because when the seed sprouted, the seed was no longer the seed. It was now an apple tree. As humans, we are not apple trees. We may compare ourselves to the greatness of others or what others have created. And perhaps for a moment we might feel by trying to do what they have done, we would be imposters. We would only truly be imposters if we tried to duplicate and copy exactly what they have done. Yet, to grow to our fullest capacity, to transform from that seed to an apple-bearing tree, you must remain fully rooted in who you are and grow from that place, weathering whatever comes your way, practicing prediction and response, mastering the skills in life, and growing beyond the point you have reached thus far. If you are a deep thinker, a creative, and you're struggling right now, 
Whatever reason that might be, maybe it's around COVID, working from home, everything's disrupted and you don't know what to put your focus on, you probably need some clarity so that you can create the focus that will help you set the direction for your life for the rest of this year. Now, for the remainder of this month, January 2021, I'm offering free one-on-one exploration sessions to help you get more clarity, focus, and direction that you can immediately act on. This is designed to help you create more freedom, joy, and impact in your life this year. So if this sounds of interest to you, the link is in the show notes. Just go click on that, put in your name and email, and I'll send you an email with a few questions. As soon as you get back to me, we can book a session. Thanks for listening, and I hope to speak with you soon.